a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we mentioned earlier in the program, uh, coming up at noon today, uh, I'm going to be involved in a a special forum, a virtual event with the Hinckley Institute of Politics. It's on the vice presidency. And so as we prepare for this uh, big day on Wednesday, focused on the 2020 vice presidential debate We're going to have a uh, conversation with uh, several professors from the University of Utah and uh, Jennifer Napier-Pierce will will moderate the panel. And we're just going to have a discussion about the role of the vice presidency, how that role has evolved over time, uh, sometimes to its detriment, I think. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. Uh, We'll talk about presidential vice presidential picks in elections, uh, impact they have, vice presidential debates uh, impact there as well. And so it's a, a great event. You can go to hinkley.utah.edu, and it's uh, for free, and you can uh, click on that and join us uh, coming up right at noon uh, here. And uh, so I wanted to wrap up today uh, focusing on uh, just a couple things away from the political space. Uh, I do think we need to make sure we, we break the fever of the uh, last few weeks as it comes to political rhetoric and the changing seasons always create a, a real natural time to step back and, and reflect and contemplate a little bit. And uh, talking with a, a mentor or an old friend uh, can often uh, do the same thing for you. Uh, reading words from philosophers and poets can launch you on uh, all kinds of explorations of life's possibilities, where you are, where you want to go in your life. But often in our very hurried and very harried world, uh, it really causes us to have so many stressors come up. And we often end up missing these moments where insight and inspiration and direction can come to us uh, as we look at this next season. And I always look at things seasonally. I think that's just a magical way to approach life is you can do anything for a season. You can endure for a season. You can have great success for a season. You can push really hard for a season uh, to do something. You can disconnect for a season. Uh, and get some perspective or step away, and all of those things are are important. Uh, This week I I recorded a radio interview with someone who uh, regularly, with uh, words and speeches, sends me on journeys of all kinds of contemplation, reflection, and exploration. And often even just hearing his voice uh, just ignites my imagination. It just puts me into an internal quest, uh, or maybe a virtual walk, I should say, with a good friend. Uh, we share a common love of uh, of England, particularly a, a remote but very magical place, uh, places like uh, Downham and Chatburn, little little villages I love to, to walk the, the, the old streets of. Uh, but ever since that conversation, uh, I've been thinking to many of the lessons learned uh, on those kinds of adventures of the mind. Uh, my, uh, my trip to England uh, was many years ago, over 20 years ago, actually, and as I was uh, moving around, I was just mesmerized by the, the the portals, the passageways, and the paths that seemed to just appear from everywhere as we went on this journey throughout the British Isles. 
the portals, so think of a portal as a door, the archway, entrances to the great uh, architectural structures, the ancient cathedrals, the passageways appeared uh, in all these side alleys, in the uh, the labyrinth of corridors and hallways and walkways uh, between those very tightly compacted buildings in those uh, little villages and in their cities. Uh, the paths uh, I saw in many of the great parks and the gardens, along rivers and uh, across bridges. So, so together, if you think of that, portals, passageways, and paths, uh, it really creates this this magical metaphorical setting to really explore uh, not just these cities that we were traveling through in the British Isles, but more importantly, uh, really a an internal journey, head, heart, soul, uh, what matters most kind of excursions in life, uh, which we all need a little more. And so this is my challenge for the week as we as we begin a week. Don't new, normally do this on a Monday, but I think we all need it. And so as that crisp autumn air and that fall foliage begins to emerge, uh, I'm challenging everybody to take a little journey for yourself. And as you review that trip, uh, you're going to learn a lot. And so let's let's go through a few things to think about as you you go for a walk this week. Uh, I tell you to take a hike, but I might get fired for that, so we won't go quite that far. Uh, So portals. So portals are the big decisions in life. Think of that big, big choices. Uh, choosing a college, picking a career, marrying the person of your dreams, moving to a new city, changing careers, starting a new business, ending a bad relationship. All those are examples of those big decisions, those big doors, those portal decisions of life. And so we got to respect those challenges. We got to step into those. And the thing that's most important is when you're going through a door, go through it, go through it and close the door behind you. Uh, so often we hang around the doors. I think that's the most dangerous space to be in. If you're making a decision, if you've got a door of opportunity in front of you, uh, either accept it, open it, move through it, and move on, uh, or don't. But don't just stand around the door. Sometimes I see people make a decision that, oh, I'm going to do this, but then they just kind of linger inside the door, uh, and then they get run over, <laughs> or they jump back to the other side. And so we have to go beyond that. Uh, I love the example we noted earlier of uh, President Russell M. Nelson. And he was asked uh, one time in uh, Uruguay, uh, he was asked by uh, a young man who asked if it was hard for him to leave his world-class medical profession uh, to join and become an apostle in full-time church service. And uh, President Nelson did not hesitate for a second. He said, I walked through the door into a new room and closed the door behind me. So as you look at those portal decisions in your life, move on, move through, and don't hang around. you got to keep moving. Uh, passageways, these are more kind of the strategic parts of life where you got to navigate, set some goals, have some priorities, adjust, alter, and uh, adapt, adapting to things is really the big test when it comes to those those kind of pathos, uh, passageways. And there's there's many of them, but it's kind of the day to day living and how do we navigate it? Because we're always adapting and changing. Have a plan, adapt the plan, move it forward. And we're going to see the uh, the vice presidential candidates are going to have to have a plan and deal with those kind of passageways of where do I go with this topic? Where do I go with this issue? And then finally, you have to understand uh, what's your path. And the path to me is just kind of a way of traveling, uh, a way of being, a way of doing and you have to understand what that is. And one of the, my hopes coming out of this debate uh, coming up on Wednesday is that we get a little better sense 
in terms of what is it that is the guiding force for these two candidates? I want to know how they make a decision, not just what the decision was. How do they make it? How do they approach it? What principles guide them? Uh, what are the things that they're going to stand for no matter what? Uh, and those are the tests. So as we begin the fall, uh, great time for a walk or a hike. Uh, great chance to, to look at those portals, passageways, and paths of life and where you are and where you're trying to go. So even in a period of pandemic and uncertainty, perhaps taking this week and amid the changing season, create better perspective for your future. Elevate your course and see where you can go next. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.